Hello and welcome to another edition of FTU Life After the Military. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and it is Saturday, February 10th, the day right before the Super Bowl. Um, so, how's everyone doing? I hope you're all well, and I hope you're getting ready to enjoy this exciting, um, I guess, game. Hopefully it's exciting. Um, it's not a national holiday, but I'm sure it's only going to be a matter of time before uh, the U.S. decides to make the Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl day a national holiday. Maybe the whole weekend, right? Um, another three-day holiday. We'll see. You have to excuse me. This is a giant mug. It's a beer stein, but I actually just pour coffee in there because if you're going to drink coffee, then you might as well go um, all out right Why half-ass it. It's Saturday, right? It's not um, Monday morning or Tuesday um, where I should have like a small respectable cup of coffee. I'm, if I'm going to drink some coffee on the weekend, it's I'm going to go all out. Um, so, all right. So on today's episode or this week's episode, what I want to talk about? Well, there's a couple of things. First, I don't know if anybody has seen it. Again, this podcast is dedicated to helping people transition out of the military and find employment afterwards, right? So this week I had an interview. It was a second interview with a company. And I really enjoyed their um, questions because they were uh, situation-based. They gave me examples or gave me a situation or I had to provide an example of, of a, how I handled a particular situation. And I, I really enjoyed that, right? Um, you know, you can see my guitars back here. They asked me about that. Um, you know... They just asked me a bunch of different things. If you haven't seen, I have a television back here now. A few minor upgrades, uh, redecorated slightly in here. Um, for several reasons, right? Um, one, I found I'm more productive when I'm working. If I, there's some background sound, but it can't be music. If I'm listening to music when I'm working, I'll stop working because music is my way of relaxing, right? Um... So the television, what I've noticed is having some background sound just from the television helps me um, focus and get um, get right down. I'm most productive when I have uh, television background noise. And to be honest, um, if you've ever seen that show, I Survived, uh, it's on one of those like true TV stations or HLN. I'm not even sure where, which station it comes on, uh, but um, it's about these... Each episode is about two or three different people who survived these horrendous accidents or um, crimes. And for some reason, listening to their stories helps me focus. Um, so Saturday, when I'm working on my PhD, um, that's the most productive day I have because that's what I listen to in the background. And to get back to um, you know my original point, right? this, this podcast is um, geared towards helping people transition out of the military. I brought up that... that um, interview that I had because looking for a job afterwards after the military can be a little difficult it can be a little scary um, you know you're you get out and you know people have this idea I've heard um, I work with military members and I've heard multiple master sergeants say it's like wow you know if you just get out and you have a plan then you'll be able to find a job right away it's like well how do you know you've never done it so you I hope that works out for you. I was able to do that, but I, again, have always been atypical. I am not 
the example for people to follow. Um, so, with that, right, when I, the last two years, I didn't really focus on um, earning degrees or certifications. I did my PMP, but what I focused on was uh, changing my mentality of leaving the military and trying to be a normal person again. Um, just being able to have normal conversations and not trying to win an argument, prove that I was correct. Just live my life and let people live their lives and let's do our work. And if we have to work together, let's do it to the best of our ability, right? I don't care who's in charge. I don't care whose idea we follow. Let's just do our work, right? And I think in my interview that I had that that came across in a positive way. And so we'll see if I'm offered the position or not. I'm bringing this up because I don't know if anybody's heard, but the Navy has decided that they're going to um, allow people to join the Navy who do not have a high school diploma or a GED. And through my network and just on the street with listening to soldiers talk, I've heard a lot of people, um, I guess, complain about this. They're very upset about this. And for me, I don't... It, I'm not in the military, so this really isn't going to affect me. I'm not not too worried about it. And for people who are retired, you know, I come across quite a few people who say this is going to hurt our military. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Um, you know, when I joined, there were people at Fort Benning, now Fort Moore, um, calling me a coward because I didn't want to be an infantryman because I... Enlisted to fix the toe in the javelin missile system. And then when I volunteered for airborne school, I was told that I was too chicken to go air assault, right? And then when I'm in the 82nd, I'm told that I'm not, you know, I was garbage because I joined when I was 26, right? If I was really brave or a real man, then I would have joined right out of high school at 18. And then when I joined, um, volunteered for civil affairs, I was told I wasn't good enough because, um, you know, my Spanish wasn't perfect. So I didn't fit in with the Puerto Rican mafia um, that used to be there in civil affairs. All right. And when I had my mistake and got in trouble, I was told that I should just get out because I was, it was garbage, right? The point is, you're always going to run into people who have opinions, right? And, and who cares? What difference does it make? Their opinion doesn't, those people's opinions didn't help me achieve my goals. So what do I care, right? The morons that were at Fort Benning, great. Where are they? I don't know. I don't care. Um, I had a first sergeant in the 82nd. Um, the people called him Beetlejuice. And not Beetlejuice after Michael Keaton um, in the movie Beetlejuice. The ghost, right? He played that ghost. Um, but the character on uh, the Howard Stern show, uh, that, right? He, he wasn't too bright. He was a pretty big moron. How about Jojo Brown? No, nope. Jojo Brown just liked to intimidate people because he was tall and skinny. And he was a drill sergeant and he had a deep voice. But where's that dude? I don't know. You know, I've mentioned La Pierda and, you know, Benny Good Times and Major Nose Picker. Um, you know, just... And, you know, some were enlisted, some were officers. My point is, I worked with a lot of dumb people in the military. I'm, I'm sure if you were out there and you're listening to this and you know me, 
There are a lot of people that are, that are out there that thought that I was a big moron, right? That's just how life is. There are, what, over 8 billion people on this planet? There are very few people on this planet where all 8 billion are going to agree that's a quality person, right? It just isn't going to happen. You have some people who like you, some people that don't, some people that who think you're intelligent, other people are going to think you're the biggest buffoon who's ever walked this planet. Okay, I mean, so what? You know, so what for us? Well, if you're retired, just let it go, bro. It's okay. The military has moved on without us, and that's all right. You don't have to keep trying to hold on to that um, to that lifestyle. Just let it go. You know, who cares, right? The military is there. It, like Unless you're working as a civilian for the military in their recruiting, it, it shouldn't be your concern. Right? It, it shouldn't. So, so just let it go. Go live your life. If you want to grow a full beard so people know that you were you know, an operator or you want people to think you're an operator, go grow a beard. And if you want to get some hair implants, I know you can't see it, but uh, just a quick update. Uh, it has worked. Um and the little part that they uh, implanted, it was it came in. Um, they told me it's going to come in, and within two or three weeks, it's going to fall out. As long as you you know it should fall out, just follow directions. If you start feeling this uh, tingling feeling, you know, like when your arm falls asleep or your feet fall asleep, you know, you have the the needles. It's like that's a good sign. And I've had that um, probably for like the past week on my head. So it's slowly coming back in. I know it doesn't look like very much, but honestly, this is more than I've had in a decade. So I'm pretty pleased, and it should only get um, come in a little bit more. Uh, again, I'm not going to look like uh, Fabio. I'm not going to look like I did back in 1992, and nor would I want to. Um, just a little bit more hair, um, so I'm not uh, looking like Professor X. You know, I, I'll take looking like uh, George Costanza in 1994. That, that, that'd be fine by me. Uh, but to get back to the point, hey man, if you're complaining that the Navy or the Army or any of the forces are letting people people with no high school come back in, or like, who cares? Like, who cares? Just let them go, right? Just because somebody doesn't have a diploma doesn't mean that they're not trainable. That doesn't mean that they're unintelligent. That just means that there have been circumstances that have not allowed them to earn their high school diploma. Maybe if you allow them to join the military, maybe they'll earn it while they're in, and maybe they'll go on and earn other degrees, right? I had a high school diploma. So what? How, how did that help me? And how did that help me in my road marches? How did that help me when I had to go out to the range? It didn't. So I understand what people are saying. That, um, you know, high school diplomas are important, that that should be the bare bottom. I, I've worked with plenty of people who had high school diplomas. Morons. Idiots. So, it, I, I don't know. For us as retirees, just let it go, bro. Just let it go. I, I heard that the Air Force is allowing retirees to come back into the military. So, it really bothers you that much. Reach out to the Air Force if you were in the Army or the Navy or the Marines or the Air Force. And if it bothers you that much, reach out to the Air Force and see if they will let you rejoin. Right? And then you can say, see, I did my part. I have no interest in that. So, bon chance. Good luck. 
buena suerte and or what homes like just move on with your life right now part two of this episode right so you know uh on new year's i went out to california i went to go watch the um playoffs right alabama against uh michigan and i had a really good time um and you know after i got my hair i felt pretty good but i guess like the a week after that, so probably for about the past two weeks, um, my anxiety has just been off the chart. I constantly feel like somebody is following me, somebody is watching me. I feel like this sense that something bad's going to happen, this sense of doom. Um, it's taken its toll on me with my schoolwork, uh, my PhD program. It's taking his toll on me at work. And I, I started joking, because uh, that's how I handle things. I was like, anxiety is my new BFF, right? Because it's always there. Um, whether I want it to be or not, it's always there. Um, I have my good days and I have my bad days. Uh, I started thinking about, you know, maybe I can go get some Valium or something to take the edge off. I don't want to take pills. Um, because I have a slight case of OCD and I will abuse any pills that are given to me. So I can't do that. I started about drinking again. Not going to do that. Not going to do that. But I'm not going to lie to you and say I haven't had these thoughts of, you know, suck starting a nine mil over the past two weeks because I have. Um, but I'm not going out like that. Um, my parents didn't go out like that. Um, they had... A lot harder life than I did. And so I'm not going to go out like that. Um, but so it, it, it's hard, right? Like sometimes I, I haven't wanted to get out of bed. Um, today it took me three hours to get out of bed. And then when I did, I went for a run. And I had a plan to go run for eight hours. Or not eight hours. Eight miles, right? Um, but some reason just breathing and everything nothing just felt right so i pushed through and i ran three miles and i, I feel a little bit better and uh, you know i'm just doing the best i can i'm just doing the best just trying to be the best person i can i i can be um, why am i t why am i talking about this well last night i had a, a meeting with my cohort right for my phd program and we're all talking about how things are going and you know, the other members are saying how they're kind of swamped and they're feeling like really overwhelmed by the um, program. And I'm no, no longer feeling overwhelmed by the program. But the reason for that is because I realize that this is, one, I'm lucky enough to be in this situation, to be in a PhD program. Two, I'm also old enough and smart enough to realize that if it becomes too much, it's okay for me to walk away. Right? I don't have to do this. I get to do this. For me, this is just the cherry on top. If you were playing a video game, this would be the bonus level, right? Where even if you die in the bonus level, it doesn't matter. The game still is still going to go on. Um, and that's how I'm viewing this, right? Last term, um, my one professor was losing his mind because I just don't take his advice, and I'm not going to. 
And the reason he's a nice person, I'm sure he has a lot of experience, but uh, he likes to emphasize that he was a that he's a retired naval officer. So I'm not going to listen to him because I have no respect for army officers or naval officers. For your service, yes. While you're in, yes. Once you retire, if you're still throwing your rank at me, I'm not going to listen. And if you're going to use examples, then the examples have to apply to me, right? Like how, I don't want to hear how you made somebody do a task. That's not leadership. That is management. And if you're in the military, you accomplish things through uh, fear and intimidation and threats. That's it. So I don't really care. Um, that professor is a nice person. I just don't care for him. The other professor I have is awesome, right? She gives me feedback, crushes my soul, and that's perfectly fine because it's helping me in the long run. Now, the members in my cohort, right, we were talking last night, and they were talking about, oh, they're a little white. And they asked me how it was going. I didn't tell them about my anxiety. But I've used this with, like, my time during Sockham, and I'm using it um, for this Ph.D. program. When we started a year ago, there were 12 of us in the cohort. And at our weekend that we went in uh, Montgomery in September, there was a all the PhD students in this program, we all met, um, well, whoever wanted to, right? And I was joking with my cohort, it's like, I, I'm the worst person in this PhD program. I'm, you know, I'm six out of six, right? I'm the worst one. And they all said, no, you're not, you know, don't, don't think like that. They took it as like, I'm was talking down to myself. I was putting myself down. I'm not. What, what I was saying was, I have the perseverance to stay in the program. Because when we started out, there were 12, and now there's six. So am I six out of six, or am I six out of 12? I don't know, I guess it's how you view things, right? Half, glass half full, glass half empty. Um, before I used to joke around and say, I couldn't even see the glass. Well, now I don't look at the glass, I'm not worried about that, I'm looking at past the glass, what's past that, right? Like how. How am I going to live my life? How am I going to improve my life? How, uh, you know, I'm never going to be one of those guys that's happy the majority of the time. But my happy isn't the same as somebody else's happiness. You know, you might look at me and see, say that I'm miserable. I'm not, I'm not miserable. That's just, we're different people and we do different things to make us happy. Um, you can see my turntable back there. Um, I have some some records, you know, some Rush. I have some uh, Eric Johnson because I love his guitar playing. I also have Erasure and uh, Taylor Swift, right? I have some U2 and I have some uh, Dave Matthews. Um, but I have the music that I like, right? And people are asking me, how do you like Taylor Swift? It's like, you don't have to like it. He's like, how do you like Erasure? It's like, you don't, you don't have to, I'm not asking people to come into my office. This is my office. This is where I come to be alone, right? Uh, right now, there's three people that are allowed in here. Me, my daughter, and my granddaughter. And that's it, right? Um, if you see that chair, that was my 
daughter's uh, rocking chair when she was younger, maybe about two, right? And there's a little stuffed octopus on there, and that's uh, my granddaughter, right? And that's it. Those are the only people that are allowed in here. And so, you know, that's what I like to do. I like to listen to music, different types of music, and I like to spend time with my family. Anxiety, right? It, it gets to me. It, it, um, I wake up, and it, it feels like it punches me right in the face. And that's why it takes me a while to get out of bed. Okay? Took me three hours to get out of bed today. I got out of bed. I went for a run. I'm doing this podcast, right? There's some young young girls out there with their parents at the grocery store um, selling Girl Scout cookies. And it's pretty windy today, so I bought like six boxes of cookies because those little girls are out there in this wind. Like I was out there, uh, you know, for about five minutes. Like, this sucks. And ran into the grocery store because I didn't want to be out there in the wind. And they're out there um, toughing it out. So, yeah, I'm going to buy some Girl Scout cookies from them. Um, my point is, how you handle anxiety is up to you. Um, I know that it's going to be there with me um, throughout the rest of my life. And that's okay. It's my new best friend. right? So, you don't always like your best friend. Um, sometimes you want to punch your best friend in the face. Okay. Um, tomorrow might be another day tomorrow might be you know less and the day after might be better and it probably will right and for those anybody who's out there thinking about like uh, harming themselves don't please don't call someone reach reach out for assistance call a friend call somebody that you think might be a friend call anyone um, the reason why I'm saying don't, because, uh, you know, I hear a lot of people say they do 22 push-ups a day. Um, there was a the chef, the super buff chef who's cooked for the presidents. Like, that guy is awesome. Uh, chef Andre? I forget what his name is. Um, but anyway, uh, right, he says he does 2,222 push-ups a day um, to make sure that he brings awareness to suicides. That's great, man. Like, if that's what you want to do, if you want to do push-ups. Doing push-ups, other people doing push-ups is not helping me um, not off myself. What's helping me is finding things to do, things that I enjoy. And also understanding that sometimes I just don't have the energy or the will to get out of bed. And that's all right. But I can't spend my entire life in bed. I have to get up, I have to do something, even at work. I can't, I might not be fully productive at work, but I need to go to work. I need to do something. Um, just having something to do has helped me out, right? Again, going for the run, listening to music, playing some guitar back there. Watching my, my nerd shows, right, the anime. Um, if you haven't watched the new Halo show that's come out on Paramount, um, even if you don't like science fiction, um, give it a give it a shot. Like you might like it. Um, and if you don't, then you don't. Don't watch it. Right? Just watch a couple of episodes. If you don't like it, then 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 don't watch. Um, but that's why I don't off myself because if I did that, then I'm not going to see the end of this of this season, right? Because 
only the first two episodes are out. And what if it comes out with another season or five seasons? Well, I gotta wait, right? The whole point is life is really good. It may seem like it sucks sometimes, but it can also be really good. Going out to California, I had a bad incident with a TSA agent, right? Um, she was just a jackass. Um, I didn't cause an incident there, but yeah, I filed a complaint against her um, because what she did was rude and inappropriate and unprofessional. Um, I don't know if it's criminal. Maybe. could be criminal, but that's neither here nor there. I really don't want to talk about it on the podcast. And um, the agency's looking into it, but the positive that came out of that trip was I got to see my sister. I got to see my nephews. Got to see Jesse, and I got to go watch Alabama in the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't win, but I got to watch Coach Saban in his last game. I got to see Laura Rutledge on the on the sidelines. That's awesome! Like that, she's like. If you don't know who Laura Rutledge is, watch um, ESPN NFL Live, and she has about I don't know five hundred jobs in that channel. Um, Watching her on that channel makes me tired because I, I don't know how she does it. I have, I don't not have that energy. Uh, but that provides me, uh, gives me some motivation, some in, inspiration, right? Um, to, well, look at all these people, how productive they are. Maybe I don't have to be as productive as they are, but maybe I can be 75% as productive, 50%, 25%, whatever it is, right? Just get out, go do something, right? Last night, took my wife, we went to go have dinner at an Italian restaurant up in Raleigh that she loves and took her to the chocolate store so she could buy a, and get her some uh, candy apples that she likes. Um, I hate Italian food because all it is is meat, cheese, pasta, right? Everything, meat, cheese, and pasta, meat, cheese, and pasta. Kind of get sick of it, right? But she likes it, so we went. I wanted to pick up flowers at the flower shop for her, right? I ordered them last week. The flower shop uh, got confused and they put my order in with the Valentine's Day order, right? And uh, so the lady who was there, um, who helped me originally yesterday, she looked at me like I was crazy, like I didn't know what I was talking about. And I made a face, not because I was upset at her, but because I've been concussed five times throughout my military career. So I thought maybe I had gone to the wrong place. I knew I, I had my receipt, but it wasn't a receipt with the address. It was just my receipt, my credit card receipt. So I thought, well, man, maybe I've gone to the wrong place because I've done that before. I've or, you know, purchased something, walked in the wrong store. It's like, man, I feel like a buffoon, right? So... Um, but no, they just mixed up my order and, you know, they apologized. And wasn't a big deal. I had to wait 30 minutes. Not a big deal, right? Got my flowers. The lady there, um, the owner, offered me a free box of chocolates. They could wrap it. I could give it to my wife. It's like, no, there's, you know, it, it, there's a time and place to get upset. A small business owner who's working very hard to provide a service... Um, and just gets my order mixed up is not a time to lose my mind um, because they gave me my order. 
I had to wait 30 minutes. It's like, I, you know, didn't expect I was going to die tomorrow. So um, it wasn't a big deal. Right? And that, that's my whole point. It's like we're retired. We focus on what's important, right? People, the military allowing people in without GEDs or um, high school diplomas. That's not our concern. We shouldn't worry about that. Like we should focus on ourselves. Finding employment, whether it's something that's your dream job or not, just finding a job so you have employment if that's what you want to do. If not, then finding something that you want to do after the military so you're just not roaming, uh, just roaming out there. My last point, my last point is my dissertation is a comparative analysis of the United States and Colombia and uh, the factors that leave that lead military members to extremism, right? Extremism is basically just, it, you don't necessarily have to take action against a country, um, combat action or combat um, operations, right? Just because you're an extremist doesn't mean you're going out and shooting and killing people, right? But I was focusing on the mental health um, issues of this and the lack of support that there is from the VA well, that has um, blown up in my face because there is support from the VA, but as veterans, we also have to go get that support. We have to go get that assistance. By no means am I saying the VA is perfect because they're not. If I gave them a grade, they'd probably be at uh, 62, you know, a D, D minus, right? But that's neither here nor there because regardless of what they are, as veterans, we have to go get that assistance. Right, we have to seek it out now. Along with that, um, I've noticed that there's a trend of higher-ranking officials or people who have been in the military along for a while who have decided that they're going to pursue a life in criminal element, and specifically um, either some sort of sexual assault. It usually involves a high high-ranking person if you're enlisted probably an e9 and if you're a officer usually an 06 and above with some sort of sexual assault but i've also noticed uh, issues with um, people allegedly getting into uh, drug smuggling right and so i'm not only focusing on um, anxiety and ptsd but what leads to a person to be a megalomaniac right you're basically, you've lost touch with the reality and think you're above the law and the consequences don't, that there are no consequences for your actions, that the rules do not apply to you. And so I want to uh, research these people. Like, at what point do you think that you're untouchable? Like, you're just, <laughs> you know... Uh, I mentioned that lieutenant colonel from the Marines, uh, which Schnell, whatever, the guy who was talking about running his mouth about the um, president and officials and military officials who botched the uh, drawdown from Afghanistan, right? Like, I, I would, would really like to talk to that guy. Not about his political career or anything like that, but I'd want to talk to about him. Like, at what point did he think that he could say stuff like that and 
that there would be no consequences? Or what, at what point did he think that he could say that? And then the American public would put him on their shoulders and, you know, carry him through the streets and thank him for being the savior of, of the United States. I, I don't know if he thinks that way. That's just how I'm viewing it. That's how it seems. So I, I don't know. I don't want to put words in his mouth or say anything. But at some point, you have to realize that this is not going to turn out well for you. So why would you say stuff like that? Um, what he did is not comparable to that Sergeant Major who just got busted at uh, Fort Liberty for selling drugs or smuggling drugs with the cartels in uh, Grand Ole Mexico, right? It's not. It's not comparable. It's You can say it's not even apples and oranges, right? Um, it would be like he would be fruit and they would be, I don't know, dairy products or beef, right? It not It's not in the same solar system, right? It, it's not comparable at all. I'm not. I, I'm just trying to figure out like the mentality of people. At what point do they think that they're above the rules? Um because not everyone, it's only a few people here and there. And I'm trying to figure out like at, what's different from these people. What What is it? What what gets them to say, I can do whatever I want. I'm untouch- uh, I am untouchable. Or I'm smarter than everyone else and I want to, uh, then I'm going to get through with it, get away with it. So, so that's it. Um, basically, that's, those are my dissertation. That's my dissertation topic. Right. And I just wanted to talk. Take a little t- little bit of your time and just say, hey, man, like, we're all out there. We're all doing the best we can. Um, you know, again, some days I, I'm very happy and very cheerful. And other days, uh, you know, I'm not. I, I'm just down, right? And people will say that I, I'm always mad. It's not that I'm always mad. It's I'm on that day that you encounter me, I might that might that might be the happiest I am that day which is pretty miserable. Um, so just understand that not everybody is going to be doing backflips. Not everybody is, you know, riding unicorns to work and have rainbows over them all the time. We're not all like that. And so, you know, for those of you who are like me, just understand that. Like you might be a little bo- a little irritable. You might not be the most pleasant person to be around. And, and that's okay. Just do the best you can. Um, if you know you're that way, then maybe don't go talk to people. Don't start fights is basically what I'm saying. Don't start fights because just because you're miserable doesn't mean everybody else has to be miserable. So I hope you got something out of this um, episode. Again, um, if you're out there and uh, you have time, go check out uh, Scott Stories uh, podcast. It's, you know, it's uh, the third episode is out. Um, like I said, I like his um, because it's pretty, his episodes are pretty short and, uh, you know, he has a nice calming voice. Um, again, his podcast is Despite the Limits by Scott and Story and go check it out, right? If you're into leadership, I'm sure you'll you'll get something out of it. His examples are pretty good. Uh, he has actual examples of when he was in a leadership position which is what i really like about that podcast is not talking about some 
theory or about somebody that he saw or he met or you know, he's talking about his experiences as a leader. And I appreciate that. So I hope you uh, have a good time uh, watching the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going for the over. I think the over is like five right now and how many times they show Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with the over. I'm putting my money on probably ten times. Um, so uh, again, if also if you're out there and you have a problem with the NFL um, showing Taylor Swift, um, I don't know if you know this, but it's... For the NFL, that's gold. They couldn't have bought this publicity. It's like uh, Roger Goodell is going to do everything in his power to make sure that um, she's at that Super Bowl. And she, you know. <laughs> just just enjoy your life, right? If, if you don't like her, then you can boo her. If you like her, then go ahead and, and listen to her music all you want and watch her at the Super Bowl. All right, so I hope you guys have a good time this weekend. Take care of yourselves. And remember, you do have something that makes you special. Just identify what that is. Maximize it to its fullest potential. And I know you will be successful. All right. So until next time, zot, zot, zot. And roll tide.